Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Good to see you again. First video I've done in a while. First video since I've been back from Vegas, and <sighs> that was an interesting time. I'll be doing a brief video within the next day or two to put my thoughts out there, put my side of the story out there in regards to that event, why I didn't speak, why I left a little early, that whole Wano saving situation. It was just, there was a lot of weirdness there, I think. And I think a lot of that event was just not what this movement's about. So anyway, more on that later. But that is a good segue into our first news stories of the day. The fake news media is wasting zero time in writing hit pieces about the event, what happened there, and some of the characters there. Here's Vice News. Here's Will Summer at the Daily Beast. Big surprise. And of course, they're writing Wano Savin into this thing. So there's that. Vice News 2 writing about Mr. Wan. So, yeah, like I said, is just, there's a lot of weirdness. A lot of that event, I was sitting there thinking to myself, is this, are we here just a party? Is it a popularity contest? Or are we here to actually inform and inspire and connect and, like, progress this movement forward? Are we here for everybody? Or are we here just for ourselves? So, more on that later. But, into this, I guess Will Summer is probably butthurt that good old Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, <laughs> made him retract his story. Gave him a retracto the alpaco. This is absolutely hilarious. I always love to see Will Summer <laughs> get the beat down. And here James O'Keefe is putting him on blast. So no doubt Will Summer is butthurt as he should be, as he probably always is. And let's now first get into... Uh, one of the big news stories over the last couple of days. I'm playing a lot of catch-up with this. But the FDA, their vaccine advisors, their committee met and voted to recommend unanimously Pfizer's vaccine for children age 5 to 11. Now, mind you, the CDC's committee meets next week, November 2nd and 3rd. So once they meet, then it's basically like green light towards the government giving an emergency use authorization for Pfizer shot for that age range, 5 to, 5 to 11. Then it's game on, folks. Then it's game on. Then you better be speaking out at your school board, making damn sure they don't try to make this shit mandatory. And it's going to be a lot of people's line in the sand. So if you haven't been speaking up, if you haven't been at your school board meetings or you know trying to do something about this, Now's the time. Now's the freaking time. I don't even have a kid in my local school district, but I'm thinking of going to it just to speak out, going to the meetings, and make sure that this Pfizer shot doesn't get mandated for the age range that le needs it the absolute least. And then we can get into the argument that nobody actually really needs these vaccines. Is there even a pandemic in the first place? A lot of manipulated statistics out there, but... This is it, folks. You better be fighting. And uh, Technofog here posted a clip from the FDA committee meeting yesterday. A very quick, very enlightening clip where one of these FDA advisors literally said, we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is until we start giving it. That Really? Really now? That not that what testing is for? Isn't that why you're supposed to take years and years and years to test these vaccines? Not like, what, two months? And you're supposed to see the long-term effects in doing those 
long testing, except they're, of course, skipping all that. Experimental vaccine, rolling it out straight into our arms. And this FDA voting member literally says that right there. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Meanwhile, we also have major conflicts of interest coming out. FDA committee members reviewing this Pfizer vax have worked for Pfizer. They also have big Pfizer connections. This is commonplace all over the pharmaceutical industry, the agriculture industry. It's called the revolving door. And this revolving door is incredible with how executives and vice presidents will go from Monsanto, Pfizer, Merck, these big corporations right into the FDA and the CDC and government positions. It's, it's mind-boggling how that happens. But it's been going on for years and years, decades. Although hopefully now people start to take notice because they're trying to mandate this shit all over the place. So there's that. Onward now, we have a bomb threat today, this morning. Had one at least. I guess it's you know, kind of over by now, but there was a bomb threat at the Department of Health and Human Services there in Washington, D.C. Roads closed all around it. And I mean, it's good to be aware that this could be the perfect excuse, the perfect, I guess you could say, false flag scenario that the deep state would try and use with a lot of anger at Fauci right now over the animal, animal abuse stuff with these vaccines coming out against kids now. Uh, a lot of people are upset, rightly so. Deep State looking to take advantage of that situation. Sends one of their proxies or makes some sort of false flag like this. What? Dude would probably drive in a pickup truck having a red hat on. They'll call him a Q, Q supporter. Like it, You know, their operations are predictable. It's like clockwork how it happens. Doesn't look like this one went anywhere, which is good. I haven't really seen any more about it since this morning, but eyes open. Eyes open. For sure. Uh, next article here, getting into the animal abuse coming out that Fauci looked like he was involved in. Congress members from both parties calling Fauci to end the puppy testing. Why aren't they calling on him to just straight up get out of government? Huh, resign. Move out of the country, dude. Or move into a prison cell where you belong. It's kind of a bummer, honestly, that Dr. Fauci's just been this weasel for a year, year plus now, at least, you know, much more prominently. He's been in government for, what, 30, 40 years doing Weasley shit. But people have not gotten as angry at Fauci as they have over this experimentation on uh, puppies. So uh, it makes me wonder where people's priorities are. Like, you should have been this angry last year, right? But whatever, whatever needs to be done to get them pissed off at this guy, I guess is good. And of course, the animal testing is absolutely disgusting. So there's that taxpayer funded too. Ha! How much money has our taxpayer funded dollars gone to? And mind you, fact checkers today are fact checking the Fauci Beagle story saying Fauci was not involved in any of the animal research studies Straight up false fact checkers lie off their ass. <laughs> Who fact checks the fact checkers? We do. We're the only ones here to do it. So that's our job, guys. And then last couple of things here on the vaccines. Judge rejects challenge to Southwest Airlines vaccine mandates. 
Now, remember, Southwest backed off a bit. They were going to place their employees on unpaid leave while their exemptions were being decided, but they decide, Southwest decided to not do that, which was good. They backed down a little bit, but federal judge is now saying that Southwest is within its rights to require employees to get the vax. I mean, it is a private company, so I suppose they can do what they want. Uh, although... Can they make their 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 patrons, their customers, get the shots to fly? There might be some gray area within there. And, of course, the federal mandates are what's terrible because federal workers, you know, not private workers. But, hey, a lot of road trips are going to be popular, I guess. But then we got the price of gas going up. Oh, God, we're, just, we're screwed. <laughs> Something's got to happen against this nonsense going on. Okay, next, soldier going undercover at JBLM. This is the uh, Army Air Force Base in Washington State. Soldier went undercover to investigate and record interactions. <laughs> he basically pulled a Project Veritas on him uh, with the head medical officer in charge of the COVAX vaccination site. So he, he secretly recorded interactions with the head med officer, uh, the lieutenant colonel revealed that they're aware that they don't have the FDA-approved vaccine, and they have guidance from higher headquarters confirming that. So, they are not giving out the approved vials, the approved doses. Remember, the the ingredients are the same. What the the COVID juice, mRNA juice, they're filling up the vials with is the same, but one just has the label of Comirnaty, FDA-approved one. The other one has the label of Pfizer-BioNTech-COVID-19 vaccine or whatever that name is. Uh, they're still not giving out the community shots. The, the FDA-approved labeled ones are still giving out the old EUA ones. So how much basically misinformation, false advertising is being done by health professionals, both within the military and general health professionals around the country, telling their you know, patrons, customers, what have you, patients that, oh yeah, it's approved. But what that that vial you're injecting, that is not technically approved. It doesn't have the approved label on it. So I don't know. Sounds like a lawsuit, a lot of lawsuits waiting to happen to me. Uh, moving on now into, uh, this is a pretty big one actually. Looks big. Former Clinton operative, this happened this morning, charged with securities fraud, Steve Bakar, Bashar, Steve Bashar, who specializes in, quote, socially responsible investing. Sure. That's why you're working for the Clinton operative, Clinton Global Initiative. Uh, he was also accused of stealing funds earmarked for PPE at the height of the COVID pandemic. So authorities around Denver have ordered the arrest of this guy, longtime Clinton operative, and the, uh, again, socially responsible investor. Can't make this one up. Uh, he's accused of stealing over a million bucks and lying to an investor. So just gnarly stuff there. Uh, looks like he was selling a bunch of masks for way too much money there. That sounds like laundering. Selling 42, oh, 4,200 cases, excuse me, for 2.4 mil. But anyway, this guy getting arrested. That's good news. Uh, Queen Lizard, Queen Elizabeth here. She is skipping the climate conference in Glasgow, Scotland. 
So there's a there's a climate conference. The UN is holding it. It's happening next week in Scotland, and it just looks like it's going to be absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, apparently Queen Elizabeth is not going to go. She's had some health problems recently. Remember, she was in the hospital uh, overnight, I think a few days ago, and now she's not going to the climate change event. So, hey, bummer. She She's close to retiring if you know what i mean oh bummer geez and then that un climate change event uh they put out some of the cringiest advertising i've ever seen this animated video with a dinosaur addressing the un assembly about basically climate action so this is all we're going to see in the news it's going to be a major major theme in the news we'll see over the next week two weeks is climate change garbage i just I just can't with climate change. It kills me. <laughs> the most obvious, the most obvious source of climate change in our solar system, right up there in the sky, is one of the most ignored aspects of their climate change science. Their science is not science. It's just pure propaganda and manipulated scientific data. So there's that. Uh, speaking of manipulated data, let's talk polls. This one coming from the Hill. They're saying 35% of voters in a new poll say the 2020 election should be overturned. Mind you, this was in a Politico poll. It was in a Politico poll, and it was reported on by The Hill. So I would imagine that 35%, probably closer to 50, if not more than that, right? Makes sense to me. Half the voters out there say 2020 election was probably garbage, which, yeah, makes sense. But 35 even, still a pretty high number. So, and that's of all voters, looks like. All voters? Hmm. All right. A lot of polls out there are still rigged anyway. So, moving on. Let's talk January 6th. So, I saw this. One of the defendants from the uh, January 6th FBI false flag insurrection was released from a jail in Washington, D.C., the judge deemed it was a, quote, toxic environment for him. His name was Thomas Sibick, and he was released to the custody of his parents, told to submit to mental health treatments. He claims to hate Trump now, apparently. So claims to, to yeah, hate, hate Trump. It was an Obama nominee judge that released him. You know what this makes me think of? Makes me think of an informant that they were just extracting from that jail. Makes me think that he was just in jail for show, and he might have been an informant. Heck, we had a lot of informants there on January 6th in D.C., didn't we? Like Mr. Allegedly FBI informant Ray Epps. Check this out. Ray Epps was confronted today. <laughs> he was confronted by a couple of individuals that went with the organization official patriot something or other anyway i'll uh, i link this on my telegram and i link their telegram account if you want to go follow them but they straight up went to ray epps on the corner of his property talked to him and he ran away he ran away he ran away almost as fast as the pfizer exec from the project veritas journalist and this guy did not want to answer any questions as well you can tell he was nervous and he just he dipped Pretty nice property he's got, too. Look at that. Nice property. Nice view of the mountains. Big farm. 
Pretty nice electric scooter there. I mean, this dude must be making some good money. Some of that might be coming from some undercover government checks, if you know what I'm saying. I wonder if they give checks or is it direct deposit? Do you get direct deposit if you're an FBI informant? I wouldn't know. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, onward now into Marjorie Taylor Greene. While some folks in the so-called truth movement seem to not like Marjorie Taylor, seem to attack her any chance they get, I like her. She's one of the very few Congress people who I think is on Team Truth and is doing a, doing a decent job, at least doing what she can to make things change. Uh, she's getting some heat in the fake news media because she bought 50000 worth of Trump's new acquisition corporation, DWAC. That's the ticker. But she was, a, she was open about it. I mean, she had to. She uh, disclosed this publicly. So anyway, it was between 15 grand and 50 grand. So shoot, by now, she might be making some bank on that. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of bummed because I was, I, was, I was heading to Vegas, I think, when that whole thing came out. Uh, yeah, it was like Thursday, right? And, and I was traveling when the news broke of Trump's new social media platform, new acquisition company, and then the stock just started going crazy for DWAC. So I, was, I missed it. I missed that train. I don't have any. That's okay. But more power to you guys that picked up some and hit a solid 3, 4, 5x by now, if not more than that. It's going crazy. And Trump making more money than ever now. His net worth is super duper high because of this acquisition corp. That's, that's pretty neat. And a lot of questions are being asked of what this acquisition corporation is really going to be all about. Uh, the fake news media is putting a lot of heat on this new Truth Truth Social platform and this acquisition corporation. They're calling Truth Social is going to be the new hotbed for misinformation, of course. Right, big surprise. But they're also con confused, I guess, or, or wondering about this acquisition corporation, which I'm excited for both, actually. This Truth Social... Looks like it has potential. I really hope it doesn't go the way of Parler or Gab that just turned into these like kind of ghost town echo chambers. I hope Truth Social does not become an echo chamber. If anything, though, it has far more potential than Parler or Gab just because it's got the money and the Trump name and all that behind it. So let's hope that Truth Social becomes something neat. And then the Acquisition Corporation, I mean, just Acquisition Corporation. How freaking awesome would it be if, can you imagine, Trump buys Twitter huh, or CNN or any of these other platforms who, for all intents and purposes, are losing a lot of money. CNN's numbers are tanking. They can't even pull in a million people a show anymore, so pff, way down. Twitter's losing a lot of money in these lawsuits and also Trump's class action lawsuit coming out against Twitter too. We'll see what happens with that, but what if... I can, I can speculate here. A boy can dream. What if Trump buys, like, Twitter and CNN? Ha! <laughs> That'd be solid. And apparently Truth Social, if they need that kind of technology, why build it? Why spend all the time and effort and energy and resources and money to build it if the acquisition corporation can go and just buy it? So, hey, maybe it's all part of the strategy here. We'll see. We will definitely see, and I'm excited for that social media platform. Would be nice to have something that's free, fair, open, monetized, 
a lot of people are at that don't have the bots and the freaking Trump coins on there. Ha! <laughs> uh, Telegram's all right, but man, it's annoying sometimes. Uh, moving on now to Bolsonaro, Brazil's president. So the largest media outlet in Brazil, Globo, it looks like, published an op-ed today. Global, Globo is probably their version of New York Times or the Washington Post. That's what it looks like. They published an op-ed today arguing tech monopolies should ban Bolsonaro from their platform, ban the president of the country like Trump, again, placing uh, corporate execs, as Glenn Greenwald here tweeted, in a more powerful position than democratically elected leaders. Pretty amazing. And not just that, a lot of attacks coming Bolsonaro's way. This is in addition to today, senators in Brazil backing criminal charges against Bolsonaro over COVID handling. So with that and the media in Brazil hating him, the Senate hates him, media hates him, makes me like him, makes me like him a lot. <laughs> and the videos I've seen of Bolsonaro interacting with uh, the residents, just the citizens of Brazil, he looks like a solid dude. He looks like a real genuine guy. So doesn't look like one of those deep staters. No wonder that they want him out of there desperately. And that's probably why Trump today, uh, or yesterday, October 26th, put out this endorsement of the Brazil president. He knew his friend was taking a lot of heat, needed some support, so he put out this statement endorsing him, supporting him. That's good to see. Hopefully, Bolsonaro can shrug all that crap off and keep fighting the uh, entrenched deep state there in Brazil. And here in Mexico, Mexico-based U.S. Embassy staffer who drugged and sexually assaulted and filmed attacks on at least 24 women was a CIA spook. And this was something the FBI had to go and admit. So this uh, embassy employee was been making the news for basically how he uh, assaulted at least 24 women, filmed them over the span of 14 years, and the FBI admitted he was a CIA spook. CIA spooks all over the place, guys. All over the freaking place. Oh, look at him. He, oh yeah. That's the face of a creeper right there. Look at that. That's that's not good. Gotta be careful of them spooks. And unfortunately, there's, I mean, there's a lot of great patriots in the intel community, but the intelligence community, I mean, it's predicated upon lying, more or less, misinforming. Granted, sometimes you can misinform for the greater good, depending on the operation or the situation at play. But it's just if the individual can't compartmentalize work from home life and they start bringing those those tendencies to home life and start, you know, inside their their personal or their mind. Uh, ooh, that's why that's why a lot of those Intel folks just have a propensity for being sociopaths and psychopaths. Because they, you know, they stay cool under pressure. They stay emotionless under pressure. And they do crazy freaking sick shit like this. So be careful. Intel guys, a lot of great ones, a lot of weird ones too. And then two more things. This here, the U.S. issuing its first passport with an X gender marker. Ha! <laughs> Clown world. Um, yeah, you don't need to put your gender on passports anymore. Now the first passport with no gender designation is on it, which sounds like an awful freaking idea. 
if you're trying to get somebody's identification or figure out who they are, you kind of need to, you know, gender helps, man or woman. And I guess you don't have to be one now. And not just that, but the whole X thing. If you're familiar with symbology of the cult cabal, X is one of the, uh, that's one of the markers they use. So that's just interesting to me. But anyway, gender neutral passports. Gender neutral passports. Alrighty then. Zim. <laughs> Zim was the name of the uh, intersex activist. Is that a thing now? Intersex activist? Never even heard of that label before. But now, uh, Mrs. Mr. Mr. Zim. Zim. Z-Z-Y-Y-M. It's a... It just hurts my head. Shit hurts my head. Okay, good news for our last article, though. Uh, Bryson Gray. Shout out Bryson. I did a podcast with him a couple of years ago, and uh, he's a real cool guy. I like Bryson. His song, Let's Go Brandon, boots Adele out of the number one spot with band anti-Biden's song, Let's Go Brandon. That's awesome. And, And why I liked Bryson is that he was actually, like, genuine. He wanted to do a podcast about Q. And I've and he's more of kind of like a mainstream conservative individual, but he he like actually wanted to know about it and had a good conversation with me about it. I've done some podcasts with people like uh, Anomaly and H. A. Goodman and a few other people before about Q, and they wanted to play devil's advocate and have a conversation about it and like debate me. And it just ah, uh, those two conversations I had were like made me want to I don't know listen to nails on a chalkboard ah my ears were bleeding it was so tough to talk to them and get them to you know view things but bryson understood and was like genuine about it and wanted to learn so it was good he's a cool guy go support him buy a song listen to it stream it share it with your friends and that is all for this video guys good to see y'all again um i didn't do a live stream tonight being wednesday night we're doing this one pre-recorded instead but i will be doing a live stream on friday and then We'll do a nice long stream. I'll do some Q&A at the end, just like good old times. It's been, what, like a week, week and a half. But, yes, we'll get back onto the live stream grind on Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Go find me on Telegram. Until then, maybe I'll be saying truth social. Go go find me on truth. Go find me on truth, guys. Maybe I can say that soon. But, uh, yes, I'll be putting out some videos in the next few days like my thoughts on that event. And then after that, I just, I don't even want to give it any more time. Honestly, it's kind of a waste of it. And um, I have a couple of other digs, a couple of other videos coming out in the next few days too with some podcasts. So anyway, that's it guys. I will see you hopefully on Friday and you'll be seeing me in the next few videos. Take care everybody.